The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. She were on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee.
Hey, Wade. Hey, Amanda. Just want to let you know that I absolutely love the show. And thank you so much for putting it out. I wanted to uh, leave you a message, Wade, and let you know that when you do your show, you really got to make it clear to people just how easy it actually is to become a Patreon. Because I'm a Patreon to your your, uh, show. I wanted to set up because as a podcaster myself, I know what goes in to doing the shows. And especially right now with the COVID and everything going on, I really wanted to support you. I wish I had done it a long, long time ago. And what really put me off is I thought, man, I don't know how to use Patreon. and I got to go on some Patreon website. I got to set up a Patreon account. I don't know how to do all that stuff. And the reality is when I sat down to actually do it, I went to your website. It was like two seconds. There's a button right there that says become a Patreon. I clicked that button and literally it walked me through doing the whole thing in like less than five minutes. So I think the people listening to you may not know just how easy it is to do it, but uh, you really should let them know because you're doing yourself a disservice and people should be supporting you. The show is freaking awesome. Thanks again and uh, look forward to the next show coming up. Talk to you later. How's it and welcome to Living the Aloha Life podcasting Pono and 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. We just came into Ty's message about... Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Ty's been listening to us for a long time, like he had uh, said. He said he wished he did it way, uh, way sooner. But, um, you know, and he knows all about podcasting because uh, he has a Kauai podcast. And hopefully he'll be getting back to doing those uh, podcasts. And uh, when he does, I think he's going to have me on possibly in the new year on the Kauai podcast so we can discuss everything that's going on and how things have changed and uh, some of the businesses that we're going to be starting here, uh, the new businesses in the old. So we'll see how it goes. Now, did you did you know it was so easy to sign up uh, on Patreon? You know, I didn't realize that. Everybody thought it was difficult. It's so like, thank you, Ty, for yeah, message. Yeah, Ty. It's like literally like sitting on the toilet. Oh, jeez. Doing a poop and taking a flush. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why? Why does that have to be your example? Why? I mean, it's the perfect (laughs) example, isn't it? Oh my god! I mean, what can be easier than that? Anyway, (laughs) I don't know if that's always easy for everybody. Well, I mean, if you're constipated. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! And also, we—that's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) And we uh, actually have a topic today. Oh, yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be grateful in Hawaii because we have a lot to be grateful for. We do. And we're so overdue for a positive podcast. I feel like we've been just so negative. I mean, it's difficult time, so it just is what it is. But we are all in need of something a little more positive. Right. This will be it. Yeah, this will be it. And and another reason is, uh, you know, the the podcast has been a little delayed because I've been in a a kind of a poo-poo. Yeah, you want to talk about that? No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, everybody I, I, knows David is leaving. David is leaving, and just, just this, just the, just the feeling around here of like everybody leaving, like other people mm-hmm. are leaving too. Do you know you can't go onto a podcast, or you can't go on? Well, I mean, people can fake it. People can go and do podcasts, and I've been sick, and I've done my best I could, but I, I just don't feel that I was ready to do the podcast just yet, considering how I'm 
internally failing, and also I was feeling a little under the weather this week. <laughs> That's what I meant. Do you want to talk know, about I was, that well, part? I was, uh, no, I mean, what is there to talk about? People don't feel good, you know, and I didn't feel that good, and I need a couple of days rest. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in my personal life, too, and, 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 and everyone's personal life. You couldn't close your damn windows. I mean, <laughs> there's, there's things that are going on in everybody's <laughs> life. I mean, we're not, we're not saying, oh, my God, it's the end of the world, but we all have issues. And I think right now was about the comfortable time to feel that we could do this. Yeah, so especially this episode, because it is an uplifting, positive one. Right. I mean, we uh, we do have so much to be grateful for. But when you're not feeling your best, it's hard to, you know, really put your all into this. I agree with you. So, yeah. I agree with you. Now, we just came into a song from 10 Feet. Now, if you guys have ever heard of 10 Feet, but this the song we came into was Back Home. Uh, they're a great band. I was just going to say, I I like their music a lot, and I never knew what the name of the band was until you okay. um, put them in this podcast, and I was like, oh, I love this song. It's I, funny. I yeah, I knew. love all their music, and when I moved to Hawaii, I met them playing at uh, a pub in Kali'i, uh, where I was living at the time, and where they're actually from, and they're one of the first bands that got me into Hawaiian music. They're five friends that make up 10 feet. <laughs> See, so that's that's, that's where they cool. yeah that's where they came up with it. So I didn't know that either. Yeah, um, like all Hawaiian bands today, if you join the music, please pick up their music on iTunes and support them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also play some of the greatest covers. They turn many famous songs that you know into Hawaiian versions, mm-hmm. and they they get away with it. You know, they <laughs> may be, you know it's just the way it is. Hawaii is a small demographic, and they can go ahead and take big known songs. And make a Joanne. And make a Joanne. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So today we're going to be playing some of their chillaxing Joanne collection. It's calming, soothing, and give you positive vibes. Awesome. That sounds good. All right. All right. We'd like to first acknowledge Jeff, who is a part of our Ohana, a friend and supporter of the podcast. We'd like to ask everyone listening to send positive vibes and prayers to him, his Ohana, and his father, who had recently been admitted into the hospital. His dad had an emergency, but is now in recovery, so if we could all just send his dad some spiritual healing. So let's take a moment of our silence to send our healing energy to Jeff's father. All right, ready? Ready. Okay. All right. We have questions from Nicole T. Hello, Amanda and Wade. I found your podcast this year while researching a potential anniversary trip to Hawaii that was supposed to take place this October. Obviously, this trip has been canceled with the hope that someday we would take our dream vacation. Your podcast has been extremely helpful as I gather information about the COVID climate and, of course, places that I want to visit. Wade's Jeep tour was on the top of my list for our first excursion. All right. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Well, the craziest thing happened. My husband has a job interview for a position that covers Hawaii, Washington, and Alaska. We have been discussing if it's even possible for us to afford to live in Hawaii. We currently reside in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and have never actually been to Hawaii. My husband does have a good paying job for the mainland. Here are my questions that I'm hoping Amanda specifically could help with as we entertain this huge move. We have three kids aged four to 10 and good schools are important to us. My husband will be able to handle most of his job virtually so we do not have to live in the city of Honolulu. 
He works for Allstate Insurance and most agencies are probably on Oahu. All right, so here we go. Number one, Amanda mentioned on the Cost of Living podcast an area that if she had kids, she would live there. Wade said something about the houses being cookie cutter. <laughs> Could you please tell me where this is? So let's start there. Yeah. I was talking about Mililani. Um, so just to spell it out for you, it's M-I-L-I-L-A-N-I because I think she needed to look it up. Yeah. I like Mililani because it's like a family-oriented neighborhood. It's very safe in general. I love that there's like lots of families there. I mean, there's everything you need is right there within like pretty close driving distance. So there's plenty of shopping, there's plenty of restaurants, there's lots of parks for the kids to play. It's very clean. I feel like the traffic's not bad there. It's just overall a really good area. The one downfall that you mentioned during the other podcast is that it's not near a beach. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the suburbs of, it could be a place in California, anywhere in California, this this town could exist. So you could walk out your house and not know you live in Hawaii by looking outside. But yeah. it is beautiful. I mean, there's rainbows. Like when I'm at my elementary school in the winter, I see rainbows every day out my window. Like it's a really beautiful area. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, and the cost isn't ridiculous. Right. I mean, it's it's kind of middle of the road how much it costs. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a good option to look into. The schools, like I said, they're definitely really good there, and I can speak from experience because I do work there. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a great option to check out if you're okay with, you know, having to drive 20 minutes to get to the beach. Yeah, and then, you know, like we were discussing about, you know, you got to figure out how traffic's going to be, depending. It's going to change at different times. In the morning and the evenings, traffic is going to be different. And if you if your husband has to go into town, it could be yeah. it could be difficult because I live close to town and I do that commute all the time and sometimes it can be really yeah. bad. But it's it all depends good. on what time of day it is. Yeah, and you know they say Hawaii is going to lose sixty thousand locals. So <laughs> this year, unfortunately, That's because of awful. COVID, so yeah. there's going to be less traffic. And then once real gets put in, real should be done in five years <laughs> you're very optimistic there <laughs> you know 12 to 15 billion dollars later i don't know who's going to go on it maybe your husband will go on it if, it, he, if he needs <laughs> to get into town but you know that's another option to avoid traffic uh, for other school systems we can agree on probably the most you know the 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 upper echelon of areas that are beautiful and expensive. yeah the more expensive neighborhoods do have better schools in general i mean that's true everywhere so yeah i mean you get the kahala mm-hmm. the kahala diamond head school systems are probably very good mm-hmm. uh the hawaii kai school systems are probably very good the kailua mm-hmm. school systems are probably good um what else? Because, I mean, we, we both have to realize that the school systems in Hawaii in general are not the not best. Not the best. <laughs> the private schools are much better. I mean, you, you're going to be limited because education is not something Hawaii puts number one. Well, it's just that Hawaii doesn't have the resources allocated to For education. anything. They don't, have the re- <laughs> they don't have the resources to take care of our parks. But see, that's <laughs> what impresses me so much about Mililani is that like, I see what they do with what they have, and it's really impressive to me. So maybe that's, one of the, maybe that's the best place for what they have. They do the best job. Now, the other thing that I think is important to talk about is I know it's if you end up moving into a more local neighborhood, it can be hard for your children to, uh, adjust. to fit in, adjust to fit in because, you know, these kids are like born and raised together. They grow up together and 
Yeah. She's well. Her family's from Michigan. We we don't want to you know come out and predict what her race is or anything, but depending it's the truth is is depending on the color of your skin, the kids will have an easier or harder time. And you don't. So it's much, a fact. You don't so much see it in elementary school. Yeah. But as you go up through the secondary schools in Hawaii, unfortunately, there's bullying. It it does exist more so in some areas than others. But well, the thing is, is that in in and when I talk about color of your skin and stuff the crazy thing is that hawaii is not really racist at all like we're we're the best state of all 50 and we're going to talk about that today absolutely but that's yeah yeah, i know but i think it's when the kids are young that they seem to bully an outsider and that may be because of the color of someone's skin so if you have light skin blue eyes blonde hair i think you would obviously be bullied more than if you were filipino or asian or had darker skin or hawaiian oh absolutely and it's 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 a weird thing and I will honestly say, I don't believe it's a race a race thing here. It's 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 like they know you're an outsider, and yeah. that's that's the end of it. I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it has it has nothing to do with that, you know. I think it's you're just this or that. so many outsiders coming in. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you bring the kids here and they go into the school system, and, the, and, the, and there's not as many children like your children, you know, just give them a little talk, and, and I think they'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, the same talk any parent would give their kid anywhere. I think. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. So on our recent podcast about beaches, we'd mentioned some affordable condos on the beach. Where would we find those? Okay. Well, I'll be honest with you. It's not going to be for you and your family because there are only one bedrooms. Okay. Oh. And that's on uh, Makaha. So that's the west side of the island. It, it, so tell them, I mean, tell them a couple of reasons why that's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the positive, it's incredibly oh, beautiful and absolutely. incredibly affordable compared to everywhere else on the island. Yeah. But then there's just a whole slew of negatives. The commute would be horrendous if he ever has to go in town. But even if any of you have to go in town or to the east side or anywhere, yeah. the commute is horrible. You're so isolated out there. Yeah, and the the, the 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 places that you find on the beaches over on the west side are no more than two bedrooms. More than likely, you're only going to be able to find a one bedroom where it's really cheap. You can sometimes find two bedrooms a little further down at Makaha. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it right on the beach. But you're talking about for how many kids that she, they have? Four? Oh. Three or four. And then you have you and your husband. You're looking at a space of about between 800 and probably 1100 square feet so that's something really important to know about hawaii if you don't know it houses are small here they are not comparable to the mainland yeah. in general all houses and apartments in general yeah. are and way these, smaller here. And, and these places we're talking about that you mentioned that i said about on the beach and that they're cheap those are townhomes or condos or right. apartments they're not homes I mean, it, it's just up to them if they can make that work or not. Yeah, if, but you're, if you're a couple or a single person, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. It's up to them if they can make it work. But then there's other things to know, too, about the West Side. Just important to know, it's very local, which could be amazing, but again, a little harder to fit in if you're an outsider. Yeah, um, possibly. Yeah, it just depends. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing with the schools there. Again, you know, they grow up together, so when outsiders come in, it might be more difficult for them. Mm-hmm. Number three, is this move even feasible for a Midwestern family? 
I, Nicole, do not currently work and my husband does have a six-figure income. Would you suggest renting or trying to find a house to buy? <laughs> uh, is it even feasible? Um, anything's feasible. Yeah. As long as you put your mind up to it. So, yeah. How of badly it's do you want it? Yeah, how badly do you want it? And Are you willing to make sacrifices? Yes. And you're saying that you're not going to work. Um, you should work. She should She should have a side hustle. Absolutely. A side hustle? But yeah. maybe she needs to stay home to care for the kids. Oh, of course. But she needs to come up with some work that she's going to do at the house that's going to provide... It. Okay, so... We were talking about it that for a family like this, you need to have an income of about $140,000. <laughs> we talked about this already. We did. So, we did. so I don't know what the six-figure number that your husband's making, but you want to have about 20k coming in, an extra 20k. Figure, Just to live comfortably. Yeah, yeah. Figure yeah. some figure some side hustle side hustle job that you can do from the house, on the computer, and you know make yourself another a one to two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. And okay. you should be good. Would yeah. you suggest renting or trying to find a house to buy? Renting, you want to rent first. Just don't go right in and buy because what happens if shit hits the fan, you don't like it, some other things happen in Hawaii, you're not going to make it, you can't stay here, whatever it may be. So rent first, rent for about the first year, maybe go to different locations and rent six months and then rent six months and then possibly find an area that you really love and then settle down there if everything else is going well. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, because you might have to move the kids to a different school system if you don't like it. Especially, you, don't, you don't know. And especially right now with all the changes happening yeah. here in Hawaii, like, we don't know what the future holds. So we could tell you one thing, but again, like, we don't know what's going to happen here. So yeah, so it's don't, just hard. don't put your roots too deep yeah. until you at least stay here a year and then say, you know what? I love Hawaii. I love the people of Hawaii. I think we can afford it. I think we can go ahead and dive in and buy a property. But just don't come here and buy a property. That is just... It's really risky. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's great advice. And yeah. you will. I mean, I hope you will. I hope you will love the people here and the culture here and everything about Hawaii because it's truly a magical place even though... Even though it's in <laughs> dire straits right now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. It is. Oh, anyway. So, so we're going from one Nicole to another Nicole, patron Nicole, and it's her birthday month. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday, Nicole. Happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday, Nicole. <laughs> okay. We'd like to send out a big mahalo to Jay for the two cases of Kona Brew. And it was perfect timing because it showed up right in the middle of the presidential <laughs> debate. Let vote now. Fact, Make sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question. Why would you answer that because question? Because the question is, the question is, the radical left, will you shut up, man? Who is on your list, Joe? All right. So we're going to drink a beer. Oh, boy. Are you ready? I'm we're going to see who can put it down first. <laughs> Okay. okay? Jay put his money on you. Awesome, Jay. Thank you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. All right. <sighs> what? Ooh. You opened your beer. <laughs> you beat I'm, me. I'm going to win. Oh, my God. Ooh, it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Are we ready? Ready. Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh 
Oh, that was gross. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my god, that was amazing. Okay. What do you think? Uh, it's really good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a chugger. Sorry, Jay. You had your money on me, but. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my god. So that was longboard in big wave. Oh, I so the one wave. you the one you had has a little bit of a Hawaiian honey in it. I know, so it smelled so good when I opened it, yeah. See? I totally smelled it. Did you that. see that? Mm-hmm. Hey, you beat me opening it though. I did. So you, so you did a good job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Jay also sent us Kauai Sweet Shop Camels. They are amazing. So I have never had them before. I have never had them before. I don't know where he heard of them, but if you guys love camels, you got to get these camels from Kauai Sweet Shop. That's S-H-O-P-P-E, camels. What flavors were there? Okay, the first one I tried was guava. Excellent. That was my favorite. Excellent. I loved that guava taste to it. Yep, and then we had um, Liming Hui, which was that um, uh, plum powder. Right, if you don't know what that is, it's, yeah. It goes on everything. really interesting with caramel. It was different. It was. It was different. It worked, though. It did work. And then we had the sea salt. Hawaiian sea salt camels. So, of course, that, like, salt flavor with the caramel like the sweet and that was salty my, amazing i love that one <laughs> yeah. i would like to try more than those three but that was believe it or not my favorite of the three i just was i don't know why i i was thinking guava was gonna be guava was my favorite i love that fruity taste to it yeah. but the i totally get where you're coming from because that sweet and salty mixture it was so good too yeah it was good okay so we're going to get to grateful in Hawaii, but I wanted to discuss something. <laughs> of course you do. Now, you just heard me make fun of the presidential debate. Can I just say something? Uh, you can say whatever you want. I did not watch it because that is my form of self-care. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, if you're into self-care... I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to. I knew what it was going to be. I, I, I did not know. How? No, no. Come listen, on. Listen, when, he, when, when Trump went up against Hillary in the debates, it, it was not like this one. This, that was a long time ago. I know, but it was, only, it was only four years ago. Now, listen, <laughs> we don't often talk about mainly in politics. We talk about what's going on in Hawaii. But I needed to talk about this, and I'm going to be honest. Listen, uh, we both have different pol political views. Me and Amanda are on a bunch of different things, and I believe all the listeners... And for me personally, I am okay if you're a Democrat, Republican, anything, because I'm a libertarian, and I don't like either side, okay, honestly? Agree. But, and you agree with that? Oh my god, okay, same. Okay, I think the two-party system is the problem, and those who vote for those two systems are the problem, too. That's why I'm independent, yeah. Very good, very good. And, you know, really, I've always voted independently, and that's the way it's been, and I have to say... For the first time in my life, I am I am completely and utterly embarrassed to be an American. I feel that this was a national disgrace, and it, it was it was literally disgusting. Yep. I've never seen anything like this in my life. I, when I was a you know my dad's a Republican. When I was a kid, I would sit there and watch, you know, the Reagan debates and everything that Ronald Reagan did. And my dad would sit there and he'd pat me on the head and he said, "You see that? That's a president. That's our president." Fuck, man, you can't say that today. You can't say anything like that today. It's just, it's, it's a disaster. It's a complete disaster, but guess what? What? I'm talking about this because I truly believe 
that we're going to be okay. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure everybody needed to hear that right now. Here's the positivity coming out. Yes, yes. I mean, I really honestly believe we need to focus on ourselves, focus on our family and friends right now. However, I want us to think about something. Let us all think about something. Let this sink in. This country deserves better. We, we really need to change our affiliation with the two-party system. We do. We cannot continue down the path with these parties. It's, it's really creating a sickness and intolerance Such in the people. Yeah, in the in the people of both parties. You know, I think that's the hardest part for me is like seeing that divide between people yeah. I love and I care about and I mean they're all good people and they're all entitled to their own opinions, but why can't we just get along? Why can't we <laughs> This is what the two-party system wants. And honestly, we don't matter to these leaders political power has always mattered to these people i mean look where we are in the stimulus package right now they've I been know. fighting amongst themselves they don't care about us it's not about the people anymore no you know and i and i really believe we need to find a leader and perhaps a party that supports the american people and not political power or party it's just we need to find someone else we need to find someone outside the coin because it's two sides of the same coin and that's exactly what's happening I don't even know anymore. It's just, <laughs> it's honestly become such a disaster in our country. Our whole country is falling apart and I... What's, what's the main thing here is that the people cannot fear our government. Our government has to fear the people. And that's the way it has always been. That's the way it should be. And right now, for being the greatest country in the world, we should have some amazing choices to choose from. And we have two idiots. I mean, really? Let's be, we have one who has dementia. We, we have another guy who's the most narcissistic man I've ever seen in my life. What is happening? So let's vote. Get out and vote. Vote who you need to vote for. <laughs> I don't believe it's a good choice. I but, know. But um, do what you need to do. But no matter who wins, one of them is going to win. The most important thing is our families and our friends and our loved ones. And as long as you have that, we'll get through another four years of whoever it is. <laughs> we can definitely agree on that. <laughs> okay. It's, why, it's like I just, I, I stay up to date. I stay knowledgeable, but I can't spend my time watching this. It feels like I should be watching a reality TV show or something. Like not I agree. real. It's not real life. How is this real? <laughs> I know. So, I mean, ever since some things have gone down recently from sports to the presidential stuff to everything to news, um, since that debate, even local news, I've completely shut everything out now. So now you're in my boat. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm completely shut down now. Like that, that debate shut me off to everything. There like, you go. I can't even hear anything anymore. So I'm going to vote when I need to vote. And oh. that's going to be the end of it. And I'm not going to pay attention to anything else until that day comes. <laughs> I pay a little attention. I'm just not watching the news. You're go grow a garden it. instead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless winter's coming. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moved to Back Hawaii home for, for that. everybody. <laughs> okay, so we are going to go into the thing that we, I think we all know. Time has passed. Trump got COVID. <laughs> everybody knows. I mean, everybody knows. Okay? There's no second debate now. We had a debate of the vice president, uh, and that was much better, much more presidential, you could say. 
but still neither one answered questions. I got nothing from either of them either. So we're moving on from that now too. Let's move on. Okay, Hawaii is averaging around 100 cases a day. The leadership has no clue how to open these islands. <laughs> but it's happening anyway. October 15th, Oahu opens. Now, the other islands, okay, they, they don't know what they want to do. It seems like they want to go for a second test. Some islands are going to do that. The, the big island is going to do a rapid 15-minute test where plenty of people will get through. Kauai wants to do a second test where um, they take the, the, the second test, you're quarantined for two to three days, and then you can come out if you have a negative. This is after you've already taken a test to get into Oahu. Right. So by second test, they mean when you get to the neighbor island. Now, I hope that is confusing you as much as it confused us <laughs> because we don't know what the fuck is going on. I know. So whatever we told you, I hope you get it because <laughs> I believe it's a disaster. I don't know how you can go ahead and take a test, come into Oahu, three resorts are opened on the island. I, <laughs> where are you going to stay, man? I mean, I don't even know what the hell's going on. And people are just saying, oh, Hawaii's open. Oahu's open. The We're truth, trying to be realistic. The truth is businesses are very reluctant to open up right now because they're not really sure that the state's actually going to go through with it, first of all. And then second of all, they're not sure how many people will end up coming if they do go through with it. So they're very reluctant to open, reopen right now. I was just reading an article about that. and When we talked about it before, we were saying that, you know, most of these resorts are, are going to wait and they're not going to open up in January. Right. Because they don't see... That they cannot have 20% occupancy at Survive. But it's not even just the resorts. It's the all businesses, too. Businesses, so too. So, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going to be open when tourism starts. Yeah, so, I mean, once you get to Oahu, you take that test. Then you can't go to the other islands. You're going to take another test. They're going to do bubbles. They're going to do boo-boos. They're going to do BBs. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so, it's a mess. It's a disaster. And we're only in Tier 1 still. And we're going to continue to be in Tier 1 lockdown for two more weeks. If cases go over 100, where we've been averaging, then they're going to go back to Tier 1. And they're going to put more restrictions on us again. The issue I have, the most god-awful issue I have. What? Are they going to lock down the locals and allow the tourists to have fun? So that's what I already want to know. We're in tier one and tier one says you are allowed to the beach to go to the beach to in five people. groups of less than five people. Does that apply to tourists? What if your family is 10 people? What if you, you what if you're a family group of eight or right, friends? Eight, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What so, does that mean? Because here's the thing. I get that you should, I mean, you're paying all that money to come here. I get that you should be able to go to whatever beach you want together. But if you can do that, but locals can't, that's going to cause even more resentment. And that is the last thing we need. Yeah. And then there's no guidance if tourism increases the cases of COVID. So if we start getting over 100, so if we're averaging 100 cases now, and then the tourism comes and we're averaging 150 cases, and then we're up to 200 cases. And back to nothing, 300. There's nothing in place to tell us, is is tourism going to be closed again? What about all the people that booked all those trips in the meantime? I know. It's just a mess, you know? And then you have to deal with between COVID and flu in the winter of 2020 coming to Hawaii. It's just not going to be ideal, I believe. And we don't want to see people's expectations not being met. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've been saying it. 2021 will be the year. And we believe that sticking to January 2021 and after will be the best time to probably book your trip. If we don't have COVID solved in some capacity by January 2021, 
there ain't gonna be any Hawaii left. So Jeez, I, I wouldn't worry that. about it, everybody. I wouldn't worry about it, anybody. Okay, so if we can't handle this, if our leaders can't take care of this by January, I don't really don't know what businesses are gonna be left. All right. Am I so, wrong? No, it's probably true. I mean, that's why we do have to reopen. But yeah, it is a mess. And the other thing is, I don't know if visitors realize that some of the main tourist attractions have not yet reopened. No. Hanama Bay, Diamond, Diamond, Head. Diamond Head Hike is not open. It has not been open since last March. Yeah. I mean, you're restricted. If you do come, you're very restricted. I mean, I would say half of the restaurants have not reopened yet no bars no. are not open here yet <laughs> bars bar, yeah open. bars and breweries and all that stuff they are dated to open uh late january 2021 right. by the by the four-tier system that we have to go through on lockdown and restaurants you're only allowed to go to with people from your own household in this tier one so i don't really know how that applies to visitors either yeah so we're just telling you guys it's a mess if you want to avoid all this disaster that's happening right now in here in hawaii i would really suggest we would really suggest that start planning your vacation for january 2021 and on and if you do come before, just know it's a risk because we don't know what's going to happen. Yes. And just know that it, it may not meet your expectations because Hawaii is not very open yet. No, I mean, we literally right now when we go into a restaurant, we have to keep our mask on at our dining table. We get our drinks and I'm like, oh, thank God I can take my mask off. And then supposedly, legally, you're supposed to put it back on after you have a sip. Right. And then you're supposed to put your mask back on between appetizers, salads, and dinner. And you also have to present your IDs to show that you're from the yep. same household. You have it's to just... give them all your information. Yeah. Uh, they track you for 28 days. Uh, you know what? Do you guys really want to deal with all that kind of stuff on your vacation? <laughs> Listen, we want you to come. God help. I'm, I need you to come. I but know. I want you guys to have the best time you possibly can because it's been so long since you've been to Hawaii. I don't think coming back and experiencing Hawaii like this is going to put a good taste in your mouth. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's true. I okay. wish I could disagree, but I can't. Listen, we went on way too long about we did. this. But I'll tell you, we did. I swear we did not expect to do this. <laughs> I know. What we happened did? to I, our positive this episode? This happens, but I'm feeling good now. I had a beer. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to take a break a little early. It's already been 32 minutes, and we're going to take a break. We're going to do a two-song break, and then the whole second half is going to be backloaded with all the most amazing, grateful things about Hawaii. Finally. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right. All right. Go to bed, I think of you and me alone in my bed. 
Time keeps flying by me And I know it won't be long Okay, we are back. Right. We just listened to 10 Feet, My Bedroom, and Someday. Oh, God, we needed that after that discussion we were having. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, thank God you hold me back. It'll be good from here. <laughs> anyway, let's get into what we are grateful for. Yes, please. Starting with, it's always sunny. Yes. Unless you live in the rainforest. I believe it's three... <laughs> yeah, unless you live in the rainforest. I think it's like 300 and... 15 days a year we have sunny days that's pretty awesome whereas seattle has 315 cloudy days <laughs> <laughs> sorry steve and david <laughs> and, and david <laughs> oh man that's true it's it's amazingly sunny here all the time and it Most really elevates your mood vitamin d man it does it, it does, does amazing things and the thing about the hawaiian sun though it's we're close to the equator it is very hot mm-hmm so depending on what time of year um but other than that the great thing about it is that it always it's an excuse to always go out almost every day sometimes you feel guilty about not going out i do if i stay in and read a book i feel very guilty if it's like a beautiful day i'm like oh i should be at the beach i should be like hiking i should be doing something why am i inside but i I love to read i am grateful for those rainy days where you get to sit inside and read a book though exactly yeah and you don't feel bad i don't don't even think that's on the list no but that's why (laughs) it's funny i do live in the rainforest and i kind of love it because if i wake up on a sunday morning and it's pouring at my house even though it's probably sunny five minutes away i feel like justify just pulling out a book or watching something on tv but it's like you know when a quick rain after it's been sunny all day is like a quick mist it's like a wake me up and then you go right back outside and it's sunny and beautiful and you know that's why the people here are so happy too it's because they have so much sunshine in their lives and they're very healthy yeah because they get so much vitamin d as well you don't want to get too much vitamin d because it can burn (laughs) but i mean moderation Yeah, for sure. And just being outside and being active all the time, like it does lead to a healthier lifestyle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that does also elevate your mood for sure. Oh, for sure. All right. A different beach for every day of the month. Absolutely. That is absolutely true. And, you know, I've been here 20 plus years and I still don't think I've hit every single beach in this island. There's just so many. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, what I've always thought of doing is I've thought of just... And I've done it several times is when I'm looking at hiking or looking at beaches, I go ahead and zoom in on the Google and Google Maps. And I just try to find areas where you find these little beach and nooks. Mm-hmm. And I've done that sometimes. So I'm continuing to do that. I haven't had time, but we should just go beach hopping and see if we can find some beaches that we haven't been to. Absolutely. Yeah. I, there's one that we need to do that. You pointed one out when we were driving somewhere a couple there weeks was. ago. We need to, I forgot about that. We need yeah. to go back there and check it out. Yeah, because I still, I mean, you, you could you could spend 20, 30 years on an island and you wouldn't have hit all the beaches yet. See? It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. There's I think just it, so much to explore. I think it's because you have your favorite 10 beaches. And, and that's you what you there. seem to go to. <laughs> it's true. Even though there's probably a beach out there that could replace one of those top 10. You just haven't discovered you it yet. You haven't discovered it yet. Maybe maybe it's that attitude that I have that, you know what? I want to have a little mystery still. 
I want to know that there's a beach out there I haven't been to, and maybe I can discover it in a year or two down the road or whenever I want. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next up, we have Malasadas. Oh, my God. So good. I mean, uh, if you ever wake up and you're just in a bad mood, go get a Malasada. It'll change your day. (laughs) Absolutely. And, you know, they talk about how healthy people in Hawaii are. They live longer than anybody else. But... These things are not too good for you. No, they're <laughs> so definitely if, not. And the thing is, is they're very addictive. So <laughs> you could, like me, what I what I usually do is when I go out on tours with people, it's usually the only time I get them. Okay. And they'll get like a, they'll get all, they'll get a whole dozen. And I'll get like four by myself and I'll eat them all. Mm. And that's the way I take care of the craving. I eat them all in one night. I get a stomach ache. And then I don't have them for another That's month. That's really impressive because I feel like I could not <laughs> stomach more than one of them. They're I know, it's so very, sweet. It also depends if they're stuffed with anything too. Oh, that's my favorite. They have know, to be stuffed. I know. You know I can't. I yeah. mean, I can't get one that's no. not stuffed. Like what, what is your favorite stuffed one? Is it a hapia? Is it the coconut or is it the macadamia? No, nut? I like the flavored ones. Yeah, th- those yeah. vary. It could be guava, pineapple, mango. I love could every single of one of them. <laughs> and then I love, Leonard's has the um, specialty ones for like every holiday too. Yeah, what do they got, pumpkin or apple right they now? They do. Okay. I have to ch- we should try that. Yeah, we got to okay. get down there and try that. So the only time I ever have malasadas is when I have visitors come stay with me and they want to go get them. That's probably good though because you'd probably, if, if it was right down the street, you could eat one every I mean, morning. It is right. It's not that far from me. Actually, it is not. <laughs> the original it's like letters. fifteen minutes yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> See, thank God that's well. It's actually closer to me. My my the the uh, the, oh, truck, the food truck. The food yes. truck one is right across from me, and I'm like, I could I could go down there and have one every day, and that would be horrible. <laughs> so dangerous. Horrible. So yeah. So uh, obviously, if you guys have been listening, the malasada is a Portuguese mm-hmm. uh, donut that's been mastered in Hawaii. And they stuff it with every tropical thing that you can think of. Well, Macadamia nut too. Yeah, you don't have to coconut. get it stuffed, but no. they're the best. Yeah, you can just get a uh, cinnamon or uh, sugar covered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's an amazing little stuffed donut. All right. What we get? You never have to dress up. Oh, God. So I personally love this. I know some people who have moved here miss dressing up. Yeah. Um, they like to... You know what? I don't miss it at all. I still wear my cute sundresses in the summer or whatever, but like I don't have to wear dress pants and high heels to work anymore. And I love it. <laughs> You've worn your flip flops out to the point where they just ripped apart. Yeah. Well, so that I just tells you how much you love dressing down. That's so true. <laughs> I don't wear my slippers to work. Right, right. I do right. wear like a little bit nicer shoes than that. Yeah. But I, other than that, I wear them everywhere yeah i don't even have closed toe shoes except for my sneakers and hiking boots <laughs> yeah you people really don't care unless you you have a really professional job you know that people don't really care what you wear and it's nice kind of like people don't care what you wear just the way some just the way people don't care what you drive mm-hmm. and just the way people don't care where you live and i love that so much and you know you can't get that in many places this hawaii is one of the few places where there's no what's the right word i'm looking for here they don't look down upon you. There's no judgment here. No judgment, and that's I one on our list. So that, let's okay, not okay, talk let's not jump to yet. the conclusion. But um, <laughs> yeah, but that that's one of the things. It's I can just dress down. I, I have I have shirts and socks that have holes in them. <laughs> It's ins- I'm wearing one right now. It's ridiculous. If I go out in public like this, it's going to be... Nobody gonna, cares. I'm, I'm going to be... Well, they're going to say, well, that guy's homeless, but they're not going to care. <laughs> no, they're not. Yes, they are. They're going to say, oh, he's homeless, but that's cool. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, 
they said, okay, man, you can just as far down as you want. You know, what? this other sad thing is we had to go to a funeral a little while ago. Oh, I know. I didn't have anything to wear. Because you don't dress up very often. I, 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 had, to, I had to go Ross, Ross to get shoes. Yep, and I dress had, pants. I had to use my, I had to use like my brother's shirt. I had to get some dress pants. <laughs> and it's just like, I, I have, I have stuff in the closet, but it's none of it's really dressy. Yeah. And I had no shoes. I only had sneakers and flip flops. See. So for twenty something years. I've been dressed, just dressing in Aloha shirts and, and <laughs> shorts and stuff. And it's just like, it's amazing that you, you can get away for so many years without having to dress up. Yeah. So I almost fell over in disbelief when I first started working here. It's always okay to wear jeans in school. That's just like on the mainland. We had sometimes we would pay for like a casual dress down day on Fridays or something. But here it's always acceptable to wear jeans to school. And my supervisor, when I first met with her, she told me, she warned me, she's like, don't you wear a blazer to work. People will be scared of you. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. Oh, man. Okay. What's next? All right. You'll never be bored. Well, isn't that true? It's true for us. But believe it or not, people who end up leaving Hawaii, some of them say they were bored. Okay. So here's the thing. If you don't appreciate outdoors, I get it. Yeah, okay, I I guess. I guess, just outdoors, but... I would say I spend almost, I don't know, the majority of my free time outdoors. Who the hell doesn't love outdoors? Well, there's people who don't. Yeah, yeah, but here, I mean, if you love shopping, there's plenty of shopping on this island. Yeah, a lot of restaurants. If you love the nightlife here, there's plenty of that. Sure. And, you know, there's plenty of things to do outside. I don't know. I mean, for if you do love outdoors, between the beaches, the water sports, the hiking, I mean, you can just, how could you possibly get bored? They're P- they say it's... Botanical it's, gardens. What do they say? They say it's island fever? I just don't get it. Okay, so <laughs> we wanted to do a show called that, Island Fever or something. Right. But I'm like, I don't know. I, my mind is not... I can't comprehend it. Yeah, my, my mind is not... Old wound that way I, I don't understand what they're talking about when they say that sometimes i wonder if it's just an excuse to go a reason for them to leave do you know Maybe. what i mean like oh i'm bored here i don't know what to do here i go there's plenty of things to do and the great thing is that you can take staycations on the other side of the island if you want to take a vacation you can go to any of the other islands within 30 minutes so true there's so many things you can discover and do on all the islands you it's can insane go camping yeah camping anytime i mean kayaking i mean like you said hiking and beaches and Surfing. whatever off-roading so I mean, there's everything that you can possibly do here. You will never ever get bored here, unless you don't want to be here. Right. That's I think the way I look true. at it. That's true. I totally the way I look agree at with it. you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Buddha everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. I don't know if they understood you. Buddha everywhere. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, actually, I have some sad news. Oh. So the Buddha statue that was. Um, put down at Coco Crater Arch Hike, unfortunately disappeared. I don't know if somebody stole it or what, but here's, that's my point is that there's Buddhas all over the place. There's Buddhas in the ocean, mm-hmm. um, in a couple spots, one on the west side, one here on the east side. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool, like where you could see Buddhas, all the botanical gardens have Buddhas. There's mm-hmm. just Buddha everywhere. The temples. We have lots of temples here. With yeah. even, we have super large Buddhas. Uh, yeah. Buddhism is a big thing in Hawaii, you know, 
peaceful tranquility but that's kind of what hawaii is and it's more than just the religion i think here there's also like a secular buddhism that's really popular and it's more of just the philosophy of life rather than the religion that reminder to live in the present to live in the now and i think that's so much of like the reflection what the buddha offers and it's just dispersed across the island all yeah, over the place yeah. i mean i i you know it's funny i was at this is just a crazy short little story talking about buddha and everything is i was at the uh, gas station uh right down the street 7-eleven mm-hmm. and there was a guy who came out and started talking about the jeep my jeep tour company and said oh you know i have family that i sent to you to go on tour and they loved it, it was the best thing ever and we just started talking and then he started making this buddha sign and i said are you a buddhist and uh he said yes i go oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a buddhist too and then he started asking me questions oh uh, that's cool <laughs> and i said listen man <laughs> I don't go down to the temple every weekend, okay? And I just said, you know, I, I I believe in the way that Buddhism is in the way they live their lives. So it's just funny how, like you said, there's different ways. Like you don't right. have to be down there and be doing that all the time. It's just the way the you live secular, your life. Yeah, yeah it's just the way you live your life. But, you know, then he sat there and, and he was like signing to me and everything. And then he went his own way. And I was like, oh, man, I didn't expect to get asked those questions. Oh, wow. It was just funny. But, yeah, so Buddhism is everywhere. And there's Buddhist, you know, statues everywhere. And it's just something that every time you see one, it reminds you of, oh, you know, stop. Take a moment. Relax. Yes. Appreciate the now. Yeah. Live in the moment. Yeah. Appreciate exactly. the little things. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Non-judgmental people made okay. our list. Excellent. It's and that's so, so true. It's so true here. Like, I don't know. You don't even realize how much judgment is around you until you move to Hawaii and realize it's just non-existent, almost non-existent here. And the complete opposite where I lived in the world was Miami. And I have never been more judged than living in Miami. I needed to drive a Lamborghini. I needed to drive a Porsche. I needed to do something. That is so Miami. And it's all beautiful people everywhere. It's beautiful people. (laughs) They work out. They get Botox. They get boob jobs. They do everything. And I was, I worked my ass off to get the body that I had, you know, nothing unnatural. And that was not even good enough. I mean, it was unbelievable what you had to do to fit in there. And I felt so uncomfortable and so judged and so stressed out every day that I said, I can't live in a place like this. This is killing me. Yeah, so it's really different here. People are cool being themselves. People are cool being natural. People don't have to drive fancy cars. They don't have to wear fancy clothes. You don't have to have an amazing job. Like everybody's just kind of treated equally here. You could be a waiter or a waitress here and you're good. People appreciate people for who they are here and it's very refreshing to see. It's amazing. You know what the crazy thing about that is, is they, most people, they live in a shithole, but they have the most amazing car. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so so although that, you, that you're not judged, you're not judged by your car, your house, or anything, but it's just kind of strange that it seems to be that people invest more in the vehicles they drive than the homes that they live in. It's what's important to them. They probably yeah. re- they probably rent the home and then spend and, the money and, in the car and, and or own something. the car. Yeah. Yeah, because like we said, COVID is kind of taking them all back right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> They're all being... <laughs> 
Just like David said last week. Oh, <laughs> Poor gosh, thing. <laughs> I know. Oh, the bell being repossessed. It's sad, but um, yeah, so there's no judgment here at all, and, and I really do love that. And so it's weird because we've talked about this before. It's very hard to make friends here. So that is very, that I can't explain that because if there's no judgment, it should be easier. But I think because it's so transient, that's a huge piece. Yeah, so the transient part of it is because they're afraid to become friends with you at this time. Right, exactly. Because they don't know if you're going to stay. Yes. But 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 is that judgment? Yeah, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I guess I guess you're right, but I think it's more of a fear-based. Yeah, it's more of a fear-based thing because once they know you're staying, you're good with them. Yeah, for sure. But but overall, there's there's no judgment with anything. Like you could be you could be homeless and and people are giving you food and people are giving you change and and and, and they're talking to you we saw that at starbucks not too long ago yes remember there was a homeless guy outside yeah. and some guy like got out of his car and gave him a big hug and yeah so there's no um there's no ignoring anyone it's like everybody is one here and i really wish the mainland could learn something from that right you know because we're not like that here yeah. It's just a... It's refreshing. This is why I can't leave this place. I know. Because I wouldn't know what to do if I couldn't be grateful for these things anymore. And you know what's interesting? I see a lot of people who really struggle to fit in back on the mainland moving here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've really noticed that. Like, once people actually open up to you and tell you their story, I see that as a common theme. Yeah. And it's kind of beautiful how here... It's a non-issue. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. All right. You're always going on a new adventure. Well, always. isn't that true? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and just like it, you know, you don't get bored here. It's because you always have something new to do. And you know what our new adventure is going to be? I have no clue. Our new inflatable kayak. <laughs> <laughs> So these are the fun things that we have lined up, right? So we got, so Amanda got an inflatable kayak. So backstory, I've been wanting this thing since last spring. I like, it was, it's not an expensive one. It's actually very cheap and yeah, it scares me a little bit. which scares me a lot. <laughs> it's like $89 on Amazon. Uh, yeah, it's perfect to put out in the ocean and have a shark bite it. No, it's not meant for the ocean. Uh, exactly, I know that. I know exactly. that. But... Everybody was posting on a hiking page about this amazing inflatable kayak and posting pictures. And like, I was like, oh my God. It looks, it looks great. It looks amazing because yeah. for people who can't afford a real kayak, it gives you a chance to get out there, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I have to buy it. And I finally like, it's like, okay, I have the money. I'm going to do it. And I go on Amazon and it's sold out. And then it was sold out for like six months. <laughs> I was so mad. Well, now you have it. It's finally back, and I okay. ordered it right away. So that's an adventure we're going to go on. Another adventure, a little crazy thing, is we're going to dress up for Halloween, and we're going to go take pictures in front of a waterfall. Okay, so that's... Why are you telling people that? Because it's cute. It was because supposed to be a surprise. That's an adventure. I know, but it was supposed to be a surprise. So a surprise for who? The podcast. <laughs> We were going to post it. Well, we're going to post ones for Christmas, too, when we make a snow... Stop it! <laughs> You're ruining all of our surprises. I'm talking about all the little adventures we're going to go no, on. No, they are super fun adventures. I just thought there were going to be surprises. They're so. going to be surprises when they see them. But the, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is, see, this is the little things that you can do. It's like, what do you want to do? Oh, well, let's dress up for Halloween <laughs> because we can't go out Halloween. 
So know. let's let's dress up because of COVID. So let's dress up. Let's go on a hike in our costumes and let's take a <laughs> some pictures in front of a waterfall. Let's let's for Christmas. Let's dress up and build you, a sand snowman. Let's let's dress up in, in, in Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus uh, bathing suits or whatever, and let's make a snow. Oh my let's God, make you an, gave all of our secrets away. Let's let's make a um, let's make a sand a sand man. Oh, God. You know, what's wrong with this? These are fun little adventures They're that we're going to go on. They're amazing. They're supposed to be a surprise, though. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> You're the poopy head. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but, yes, there's so many adventures that you can do. And, I mean, I am forever finding new adventures I want to go on. Yeah, like, we still need to do, like, a... Uh, we need to go to the Pan- Botanical Gardens, and we need to pack a picnic. Picnic lunch. Yeah, yes. get some grapes and salads and fruits and cheeses and all that kind of stuff. And Absolutely. go on a little adventure and go on a little hike and stuff like that. So, this, there's always something to do here, and it's 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 really exciting and fun when you do things like that. For sure. Okay. Next up. <laughs> poke. Poke, poke, poke. You can take this one. Okay, well, first of all, you can have... What kind of poke can you have? Vegan. And what does that consist of? I don't know the answer. Come on, you've had it before at I... the chart house. Oh, tofu? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> okay, so you can have tofu poke. All it is is cutting it into little squares and adding the seaweed and the oil and every and, and green onion and everything else and the soyu if you want and and but poke is ahi tuna but it can be anything it can be crab it can be octopus it can be anything it, it poke is to cut in a cube but it's one of the most famous things here in Hawaii to eat you get a poke bowl with rice brown rice white rice hapa rice whatever you want and it's something that started in Hawaii. Maybe it started in, and maybe it started in Japan first. I'm not really sure on that one, but maybe it did. But it was mostly started in America in Hawaii, and then it spread to the mainland. I believe we actually gave the full history in our comfort food episode. Yeah, maybe we did. Yeah, I forget it too, though. Yeah, but it, it kind of branched out to the mainland, and they've done a lot of crazy things with it that Hawaii would never do. So mm. be careful where you get your poke. If you're going to get real poke, you have to come to Hawaii to get it. <laughs> That's just the truth. But it's one of my favorite things to eat. I eat it as an appetizer. I eat it as a, as, as a main dinner item. I eat it when I'm hungry in the morning, midday, evening, whenever I want. Isn't that also the name of the horse from Gumby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's pokey. <laughs> okay, sorry. I think we're going to have to do a little history on that. I think it is. Pokey or Pokey? Pokey, not Pokey. Pokey. Yeah, yeah. He's the green dude, right? No, that's Gumby. Oh, Pokey's shit. Pokey's a horse. Come on. Oh. What's your name? Pokey. What a funny name. <laughs> wow. Gumby, Gumby and Pokey? Are you sure it's Pokey? No, I'm not sure. I didn't really watch that <laughs> I show. Either. I used to have the little figures, I did the too. bendable figures. Yeah. No, I had the figures too, and they were, they were like rubber with metal. In I some, don't know. But you know what? I never really watched it too much. I had the figures, yeah. but I never watched it. <laughs> I never watched it. Okay, much well, TV. thanks going going off the edge there. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> okay, next up, hiking in Hawaii. One of my all-time favorite things in the world. Okay, I'm just like obsessed with hiking here. Well, I think the reason why we are so grateful for hiking because it allows you to live in the moment, even yes. though even though you may be hiking with other people, you're hiking with yourself right there. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, you can meditate, even though there's someone behind you and someone in front of you. It's still like considered you, mm-hmm. and that is one of the main things that we love in Hawaii because of all the stress from the politicians here. 
<laughs> it's true. It's so, like if we didn't have hiking and swimming, we'd probably lose our minds with the no, friggin- it's really true, and that's why I when, mean, when they close nature, I almost did lose my mind. Yeah, so I mean that, that that's like the one of the most grateful things in Hawaii is hiking and ocean. We'll talk about swimming and stuff later in the ocean, but hiking, it's like you are your own explorer. For you, me, I yeah. just struggle with anxiety. It's this really, is good meditation for you. Yeah, it's for me. It's it makes me live in the moment, like you said. And it also it's just a good physical workout. I mean, the thing too here, a lot of the hikes I do are pretty strenuous hikes. So mm-hmm. um, also it's like I have to be very focused. Right. I can't like, you know, I can't be not focused no. because that's not safe. So I'm very focused. I'm very in the moment, the whole hike. And I'm also getting a good, good workout. And then... Sometimes it's really challenging. And then you get to the top and the views are just like mind-blowing. It's therapeutic for you. It's therapeutic for most people. And it also allows you to achieve a goal. Because when you get to the end of something, you're like, I've achieved this. And look at my reward. Like when I did Stairway to Heaven, the back way i honestly didn't know if i could accomplish it when i started it that was such a huge accomplishment for me and it felt so good yes and and hawaii would not be the same place if it did not have the amazing hiking and the amazing scenery and the things that you see on your hikes what you feel on your hikes it's something that can't be explained unless Mm -hmm. you've done it yourself that's true and um if you can hike and accomplish something in hiking it really does give you that motivation to accomplish other things you may think you can't do. It becomes like addictive that feeling. Well, for some people, for, for me, some people, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it ever became addictive for me. I don't really have addictions. <laughs> I don't either. I really don't. Okay. I don't have an addictive personality, but no. hiking, it's just like. I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I loved hiking, but I never was like that one who said, "I need of a, I need to accomplish this." Like it's not like I need to do it. Like, I, oh, I, I do. <laughs> okay, for, so it wasn't for me. It was more like for it was more like a therapy and more like a meditation to and then to get to that point and see something visually that I did not believe existed. Mm. Like I like to get to the end of something and say, you know what? I'm one of like what? How many people that have seen this? What I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm like, cool. this is amazing. This is why I moved here. This is why I love Hawaii because of this. Okay. For sure. All right. And next we have swimming in Hawaii. Okay. Well, there you go. In many ways, swimming, snorkeling, diving, all those things are related in some form or another to hiking. For sure. And even you can throw in there surfing or stand up yeah. paddle boarding or any of that. Just yeah. being in the yeah. ocean, being in the water. And those are all things. When you find a sport or you find something to do that allows you to live in the moment, in the now, it's so freeing that it's something you can't explain. Like the many surfers say, you know, why do you love to surf? You could die. I know. And, and, right? You could, you could die hiking too here. You could die in the water here too. It's because you're living in the moment. And the only moment you can think of is that moment. Because if you take your mind off that moment, it could cost you. It's very freeing. Absolutely. It's very freeing. And the things that you see under the ocean. Mm, that too. Is very much like the <laughs> things you see when you hike. It's like, I've, I've, I've never seen this before. And there's things in the ocean you've never seen before. Hawaii has some of the, the most beautiful beauty. ocean mm-hmm. ever in the, you know, in the entire world. Yeah, the things we've seen under the ocean, man. Mm. Oh, God, it's so beautiful. It really is. And it's strenuous, too, and you have to be careful. That's true, too. So you have to live in the moment. 
All right, All let's right. take a quick break and okay. we'll be right back. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. First thing on the list, what are we grateful for? Rainbows. Yes. Can we be any more thankful? I just, where I live in the winter, I get them every day. And oh my God, they're so stunning every single day. I see, yeah. So the truth is, and there's a reason why our license plates have rainbows on it. And so many things in Hawaii resol- revolves around rainbows. We see rainbows every day. We may see double rainbows. We may see up to five rainbows a day. Mm-hmm. You get a lot here, too, yeah? I get a lot of rainbows. I get rainbows in the front of the house. I get rainbows in the back of the house. There's never enough rainbows. And any time you see, you know, it really depends because we were in the Jeep. Mm -hmm. And there was just a rainbow that followed us all along the highway. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you took some pictures. I'll have to post one of those pictures. But it's just like all rainbows do look uh, different. They all have a different power to them. I love that Some are quick, some are long. Which one? The one that you took a picture of? Because it's a picture of you driving the Jeep with the rainbow like overhead. It was a really cool picture. Yeah. You should post that. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll post it on Instagram. Awesome. Okay, on the Aloha Life uh, Instagram page. Yeah, every every day I see a rainbow, the rainbow reminds me that I am blessed. Mm, I love that. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Who, who wouldn't? I mean, how can you not feel gratitude when you see it? Yeah. No, and, and, and the thing is, is when people stop at traffic lights... These people have lived here for a while. They're sticking their cameras out their windows, <laughs> taking pictures of another fucking rainbow. That's so me. And, and you know, you would, you would, you'd be like, you know, if you're from Boston or New York or something, <laughs> you'd be like, you're fucking taking a picture of another goddamn rainbow. <laughs> it's and, you so know, I mean, beautiful. <laughs> people would be like so, people in the melee would be so pissed off at us if they could see all these rainbows every day. Wait, I am the worst when I'm driving home from work. How many accidents have been caused by rainbows? Right? No, I'm the worst when I'm driving home from work and the traffic's too bad on each one, so I take each three instead. And I'm driving oh, into the like yeah. mountain range near the Kolaus and the rainbow is like right above it. Oh my God, I have to take pictures, and we even used, if I pull over. And we used one of those pictures for one of our oh, podcasts. That's right. Um Over the rainbow, yeah, whichever one we yes, did. Yes. That was on the H3 highway. That was my commute. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> the, the rainbows are some of the most amazing things here in Hawaii and it truly is a blessing and we are totally grateful that we have the opportunity to see 365 rainbows a year. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, okay, next thing. Halloween in Hawaii and that's coming up oh. and we're going to be doing our haunting in Hawaii in another week or two. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, so we're it's so, be so fun. Sorry to go off subject real quick, <laughs> but we're going to be doing hauntings like we're going to do like maybe like 10 stories. Hawaii and is really haunted, you guys. Yeah, Hawaii is really haunted. So we're going to do like 10 cool stories and we're going to do a list of Halloween movies you'd never would probably think of watching or maybe that you haven't watched is going to be new. So not the super popular common no, ones. Yeah, not the common We're going to dig ones. a little deeper. Exactly. Uh, you know, Hawaii, obviously, this year is not going to be like the other years. 
you know, oh, it's nothing. Halloween gonna, is weirdly huge it's here. It's huge here. It's huge here in Maui and Lahaina. It's huge here in Waikiki. Uh, everybody, thousands of people would get dressed up, walk the streets, go bar to bar. And Ooh. even just the streets open up, though. Yeah, everything opens up. Uh, there's this $1,000 costume contest almost at every resort. And um, it's an amazing time. I've never seen... It's, it's really like going to cosplay. I don't know if you really know what that is. Nope. Okay, it's like a superhero. Where it's, just, it's like a superhero Halloween, and everybody goes to these stadiums and dress up like their favorite comic book characters and everything. Oh, that is like what, a Comic-Con? Or? Is that, isn't that what I said? Did I say Comic-Con, right? Did I say Comic-Con? I don't know. Okay, I, I, I thought I, you said something else. Okay, I, th- I thought I said Comic-Con, but yes, Comic-Con. And, and literally, Waikiki becomes a Comic-Con. I mean, the, the amazing work put into these costumes, and I would always put amazing work into yeah, the costumes really that I do. Yeah, you're really good at it. And um, so it's an amazing time to be here. Obviously, this year is going to be different. That's why we're going to do the waterfall pictures with the costumes, because we're not going to have that type of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing is pineapple jack-o'-lanterns. I mean, come on, you guys. You can do this at <laughs> home, too. Yes, and we talked about it <laughs> yes. in, in, in other podcasts. Is I'm grateful for that, pineapple jack-o'-lanterns. I love that. It's just different. It's just like you see that and you're like, you know, you see it on Instagram. You see it posted everywhere and you're like, where, where is that? Is that somewhere tropical? Oh, that's so cool. That's so, you know, to do something like that. And I love doing it. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, we might take a break from it this year. And oh, really? actually, we might get a real pumpkin this year. You know, they have the drive through pumpkin oh, patches. Yeah. <laughs> And supposedly we're going to go to a drive-through Halloween haunted house. Well, I really want to. Okay, well, we'll look into it. But well, to get back to the pumpkin, we might try to carve a tropical scene in the pumpkin instead of doing the um, oh, really? pineapple jack-o'-lantern. Okay. What do you think? Uh, we'll see. How about that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, so Halloween in Hawaii is really my favorite holiday here in Hawaii. Although Christmas is a you know right up there but halloween is just something about Hawa- halloween in hawaii that's very very special and having the opportunity to do a pineapple jack-o'-lantern yeah, which is for awesome sure. yeah sunrises and sunsets to die for just I, to die for guys we have what we're talking about is we have the best of everything here and <laughs> <Right>? that's <laughs> it's true and that's why we're so grateful for this stuff we're so blessed you know there's so much bullshit here but i'll tell you when you go down this list of gratefulness there's so much to it, be grateful it, 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 for. There's so much that blows any other place in the world away, you know? And the sunrises and sunsets here are the most beautiful I've ever seen in my life. I'm obsessed. Are <laughs> I you? just I love them, especially well, I've been sunsets. seeing them for a long time. I'm always no. looking for a different place to see them. And believe it or not, you know, down on Sand Island, which is not the nicest place, the colors that are formed the sunset, it's from beautiful. the sunsets down there. It, it, they're just gorgeous, and, and and the colors up of the purples and the pinks. and the pinks and the reds and the yellows and the oranges all together in one, and uh, it, the water is like glass, and it's just like, and the thing about the island is you can go ahead and go to one side of the island in the morning and watch the sunrise, and go to the other side of the you know at the end of the day and watch the sunset. That's so true. Where else can you do that, right? Uh, if, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, some other great spots. Sunset Beach is great for sunsets on the North Shore. Kayana Point is a gorgeous place. Oh, Kayana Point. Yeah, anywhere really on the west side is really nice. And then Sunrise. Ah, Sunrise. Who's your favorite? Sunrise. Sandy Beach? Lani Kai is very beautiful. Sunrise. Um, uh, uh, Makapu'u is very beautiful. Sandy's is very beautiful. 
Hanama Bay is very Ooh. beautiful on the ridge if you can get up there. So there's so many places on this island that it's just you can't beat them. Yeah, you for can't sure. beat them. Well, guess what? Christmas in Hawaii. Yay! Surfing Santa. <laughs> Surfing Santa. Okay, so Surfing Santa just passed away this Wait, year. I know. That's so devastating. He was 81 years old. He always would go into the canoe, just like the song. And he he passed away. And it's sad. And I so know. that it'll be that, you know, last year was his last year. And so. you know, I was so close Say to going to watch him. the event last year. Yeah, and yeah. I ended up missing it because it was the same day as something else that I chose to do instead. And I can't remember what. But yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm really bummed I missed that. So that's, you know, th- I'm sure someone's going to be, <laughs> I'm sure Santa's going to be replaced I'm by somebody. Sure. Uh, sand Snowman. I mean, come on. It's perfect. (laughs) Right? You don't have to be cold. (laughs) I want to see if we can go ahead and do like a little Christmas tree and Mm -hmm. then a sand snowman. I wish you had the blow up abominable snowman. snowman. Yeah, I know. Still going to get that. That'd be great for the Christmas scene on the beach. And then Christmas bikinis. Oh, so I put that in. I mean, where else can you wear a Santa bikini? Uh, it's perfect. I don't know. Probably somewhere else it's warm, maybe. Oh, no, come on. It's perfect. <laughs> okay, it's perfect. And you have one with Santa uh, reindeer. What else is on it? Is it's it snowmen, too? Like a whole Christmas scene, whole Christmas one. And then I have some uh, Santa board shorts, right? <laughs> They're pretty okay, awesome. Okay, well, everybody's going to see them at some point. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas is very special here. Although we don't have snow, we celebrate Christmas a lot. And it starts a month ahead of time, so we have the whole month to celebrate Christmas here. And everything that you can imagine, it's just switched with everything that has to do with tropical stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you have dolphins running Santa's sleigh. Decorate the palm trees. Yeah, decorate the palm trees. And and the weird thing about here in Hawaii is a lot of things when you decorate palm trees and stuff, usually just say, fuck it, keep the lights up all year. (laughs) That's true. I do. do. It's true. I do too. So whatever, man, you can have a little bit of Christmas in your house all year long, (laughs) you know? So, but Christmas is one of the most beautiful places here. Yeah. I still miss a little bit of the snow. I still miss about the fall and the leaves or whatever, but, um, Christmas is a special time. And then I see how cold the temps are back home and I don't miss it anymore. The decorations are amazing here downtown, especially in Waikiki and everything. So it's gorgeous. Uh, the Aloha Spirit. We've talked about this so many times. Yeah. This is really the main reason I think anybody lives or comes to Hawaii. If we didn't have the Aloha Spirit, I believe, this is what I really believe. I believe the if there was no Aloha Spirit, people would say, okay, we're going to go to Hawaii this year. Then next year, we're going to go to Mexico. Then next year, we're going to go to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But because the Aloha Spirit, people say, we're going to go to Hawaii this year. We're going to go to Hawaii next year. We're going to go to Hawaii the next year after that. <laughs> They're just it's, hooked. Yeah, it draws yeah. you in. It just draws you in. So that is one of the most things we're grateful for. I think you could top out as the Aloha Spirit is the most grateful thing in Hawaii that we're we're thankful for. Number one. I totally agree with that. Yeah. 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 Hawaiian shave ice. And I know we've said this before, but it is not the same thing as a snow cone. (laughs) No, it is. It just melts in your mouth. We did a whole show on it. So good. It's one of the most amazing things you'll ever put in your mouth. You're still drinking that beer? I am. Okay, right on. <laughs> so Hawaiian shaved ice. Next, Ohana. Ohana means family. And it's not just your blood-related relatives. Come on, you're supposed to finish that. Oh. Ready? Ohana means family. And family means nobody gets left behind. Very good. 
(laughs) (laughs) And that's true. Now, that statement was obviously created by a Hawaiian. Right. Uh, it, it, It means everything that it says. And no one ever gets left behind in Hawaii. If you have family or if you have friends or anyone here, they'll always help you and take care of you if times get tough. Absolutely. And having ohana is something that a lot of people don't have on the mainland. You know, even the homeless people here are treated as ohana by a lot of local people. Uh, A lot of the homeless people don't have anyone because they come from the mainland. So their family's on the mainland somewhere. So that's a sad situation. Yeah. But everyone treats everyone here like ohana for the most part. And that's something very special that connects with the aloha spirit as well. Absolutely. It's really special here. Just the way people embrace you. And I mean, it's true. You will never get left behind. Once you're part of somebody's ohana, you are part of it forever. Exactly. I agree. Staycations. That's so cool. So, I mean, you mentioned that briefly earlier, but I mean, you can go to your choice of any amazing resort or you could even island hop to a different island. You get discounts too. You get Kama'aina rates. How could you... (laughs) ever get bored <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean that's the thing about hawaii you don't need to spend a lot of money not only do you come rates special rates because you're a local person but everything's really close tickets to the other islands are not expensive and then if you put you know uh miles you know uh plane miles on your card for where you go shopping you can get these tickets for free to the other islands mm-hmm. so amazing. it's just an amazing thing where staycations can cost you very little money when you get a place you know you stay at a nice resort somewhere else you know you come out in a rate you, the cost is going to be down a lot and you can go to your own island and go to resorts all around your own island you can go stay in waikiki for three or four nights and pretend you're a tourist if you want it doesn't matter i know and i'm so bummed because next week was supposed to be the week of mm-hmm. my staycation a turtle day <laughs> you know what that kept going down you had the four seasons no we, we didn't have the four bay. seasons no? we we went to them first but oh. they were too expensive for us that would have been tough if you lost that one well it's not that we lost it no we do you know what i mean it. though yeah yeah because i always wanted to stay at a four seasons i never have no, I mean, I've never stayed at any resort on this island. <laughs> I'm dying to. I'm truly dying to experience oh what it's God. like. But um, so my nonprofit is throwing our annual conference and it's next it's next week. And it was supposed to be Turtle Bay. And this is my presidency year. So I was so stoked. I was supposed to be able to stay for free. Yeah. And now it's a virtual conference. Did you hear that gecko? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, we have a lot of geckos. So, I like the geckos. We don't have that on the list, do we? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, I I appreciate geckos. Yeah, (laughs) anyway, okay. Okay, so we're going to go over and go to Trade Winds. They're amazing because you don't need air conditioning if you live in an area with Trade Winds. Well, you know, I need air conditioning right now. I know, it's really hot right now. So, usually I don't. We're having that, like... I don't know, we're having that... Summer (laughs) team. So, that's another thing, just really quickly about this. We're talking about... You know, trade winds. And it's very nice that they come from the big island. And they just cover across really the east side and then flush over the island. And it's wonderful. In a lot of places, you don't need AC. You open the front door, open the back door. These beautiful breezes come right in. It's fresh air every day. But we have this point in Hawaii between August and October. It decides when it wants to show up. We don't decide. Yeah, for and sure. And it's just horrid humid (laughs) air and there's no wind 
Yep. And it lasts about two to three weeks. That's really the hottest time of the year is somewhere between August and October. And we don't know when it's going to show up. It could show up in early August. It could show up in mid-October like it is right now. We've had it for about maybe, I think we've had it here for about two or three weeks. So it's got to be almost over by now. Yeah, it's, it's got to be, be over soon. But um, yeah, so that's the hottest time. But the rest of the time, the rest of the year here, this house has breezes going in and out. I don't need any AC. I just put a fan on and I'm good. Yep, me too. So the trade winds are wonderful here. Absolutely. Uh, food trucks. Mm. There's no better place. People want to say, oh, California, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, not as good as Hawaii. Hawaii started the food truck. We have to do a show on food. We have to do a podcast on food trucks and how we it all started. Really it started in the plantations by the Chinese. It's just amazing. They're so good. I mean, I my favorite, my favorite dishes are from food trucks, not even restaurants. Really? Like my favorite Thai food oh, is yeah. from that Thai Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're over in, um, overheading toward the North Shore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the North Shore on this island is mostly covered by the uh, food trucks, but, you know, the, the food trucks, it, it's a combination of the best food I've had and the cheapest. So For that's, sure. I mean, how yeah. can you get, I mean, that's the best combination, right? And a lot of the locals are the ones that go to them and more tourism has gone to them, obviously. And, and, and more tourism has gone to like Giovanni's shrimp truck and stuff like that on the North shore and made them more popular. Uh, a lot of food shows have made them more popular too, that have been on TV, but overall you, you're never gonna, I've never gotten, I've never ever gotten a bad meal from a food truck. Oh my god, yeah. They've always been good and they've always been very, very reasonable between eight to fifteen dollars. For and a big plate of food that you could have leftovers from easily. North Shore Kauai Hanalei has the best vegan food trucks. Gotta get that in. They're like to die for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Okay. It's time for you to take over. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have Hawaii's diverse flora and fauna. I've just become obsessed with that, too. It's just everything here about Hawaii. Like, I just, I don't know how anybody could ever get bored. Well, flora and fauna here, I mean, we have the most diverse flora and fauna, one of the most in the world. We have 13, I think it's 11 or 13 of the world's climates. We have things that nowhere else grows in the world. The plants here are just so incredible. Anything can grow here. Anything. I know. That's why so we try to keep things out because anything can grow here. We don't want. We don't, we, don't, we don't want it here because it's invasive. Invasive, yeah. So I can't stop buying plants lately for and, my and lanai. Beautiful like, plants. They're just. I just am so in love with them. They're so gorgeous. And um, my lanai got redone recently, so yeah. now I'm just like going crazy trying to like. I don't know. Yeah. Make it my sanctuary again. And yeah. I just, I love all the plants. And then I want to get into like gar container gardening too. Should, should. So that's like next on my list. I just, I love it. Yeah. And some of the, uh, you know, the diverse animals here and, and, and birds and everything like the that. The birds are stunning. They're amazing. I mean, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't have jaguars or monkeys or anything <laughs> like that or yeah. anything crazy, but we have a huge diversity of different animals and birds that live here lizards and all that we don't have snakes no snakes here the geckos Bugs. are so beautiful the bright green fluorescent ones <laughs> oh yeah they're gorgeous i mean this is this is and and another thing when it also connects to hiking and things like that is although we have all these wonderful things here 
we don't really have anything that we really have to worry about that can kill you. It's so true. Which is wonderful because... We were just talking about that because with John because he was saying about hiking in Washington. Oh, you got to worry about cougars. Yeah. You got to worry about wolves and bears and, you know, snakes and everything else over there. We're here. You don't have to worry about any of those things. Really, the only thing you have to worry about is yourself and you just have to make sure you don't fall off to your death. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, we have wild boar and you could run into wild boar once in a while on hiking trails but they're more afraid of you unless you attack them they'll just run the other way uh we have wild goats um we have different types of deer on the other islands and some and, and bats and and uh local owls and hawks and things like that but it's very diverse but none of them are going to really harm you so it's it's like the perfect playground it's like you have everything that is from the mainland everything that's from the amazon everything that's like tropical or from africa and stuff like that but there's nothing from those places that can harm you mm-hmm. and that's what i love about the flora and fauna too absolutely it's a wonderful point and i love waking up to the tropical birds singing outside they're just so beautiful yeah some places like when you're on the mainland i used to just i although i love the orioles and i love the uh the blue jays and crows and things like that i kind of got sick of them I was like, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. Here, I don't care. Here, I'm like, oh, listen to that beauty. I know. <laughs> but if you were born and raised here, would it be annoying? Or is it still beautiful? Um, I wonder. No, I don't think I... It's a different type of sound than the mainland. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the... For instance, on the mainland, we had chickadees. And then here in Hawaii, we have the Java finches. Right. And the Java finches just sound, have that sound that reminds you of living on an island and it's tropical. Whereas a chickadee reminds me of, oh, fuck, it's snowing out. <laughs> They're trying to get the seeds <laughs> off the bird feeder. They want more. Okay. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Next up, we have tiki bars. Okay. Uh, what can I say about this? I mean, tiki bars are the best here in Hawaii. This was that, that makes Hawaii. Yes. I mean, I'm so grateful and blessed for tiki bars, especially La Mariana and all the other ones that are here. This, believe it, there's more here than there's we think. Lot. We're going to do a podcast about the tiki bars and the bars of Hawaii when they open. Hopefully, they reopen so we can do that. I hope so, but the tiki bars just bring back that 40s, 50s, and 60s feeling. And La Mariana is the oldest. And just reminds you of that. But there's many others and others on the other islands. California has a lot of tiki bars as well. Yeah, they do. Uh, so it's just it's just a... It's about that atmosphere. Yeah, it's that atmosphere. And when you walk into a tiki bar, you really walk... You really, you're walking into this place that's very exotic and doesn't feel like you're in the United States. Yeah, It's absolutely. just something about it. It's and just I, a flashback I'm, to a more innocent time. Yeah, it's like going back in history. And that's a feeling that you can't get in many places. And I love that. Me too. And of course the drinks too. (laughs) So many drinks. Okay. Next up we have Kona coffee and macadamia nuts. Amazing. Okay. Kona coffee is my favorite. I will never get tired of Kona coffee. No. No, it's my favorite, and all the different coffees in Hawaii are my favorite, too. But Kona is the ultimate. For sure. And uh, macadamia nuts is one of my most favorite nuts. I can re- I'm trying to think. What is my favorite nut? I love almonds. I love almonds, but I would say it's I would say it's between almonds and macadamia nuts. Oh, I like macadamia nuts way better. Do you? Number one? M- way more than almonds, I'm saying. What do you, oh, way more than, what's your favorite nut that you can think of? Can you think? 
What's your favorite nut? Cashews? Is it? Is it walnuts? Is it? What do you think? Yeah. Is it macadamia nuts? I don't eat a lot of nuts. You know? Okay, good. Weirdly, I eat a lot of nuts. <laughs> I don't know. A I lot. mean, it's not that I don't like them. I do like them. I like cashews. I like pistachios. Oh, pistachios! They're so good, right? Okay, sorry. And macadamia nuts. So pistachios, almonds, and macadamia nuts. I would say. Now that you said that, I would say yeah, pistachios are pretty good. Yeah, I would say I would say it's between pistachios and macadamia nuts, and then almonds. But anyway, at yeah. Tropical Farms, I love trying all the different flavored macadamia nut samples oh, yeah. they have there. I could just eat them all day. I mean, so I good. love them just raw, right from the nut yeah, itself. Yeah, of course. But the roasted ones that you can get at all the different places here, there's so many different flavors and kinds. I mean, they're all amazing. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we have waterfalls, and yeah, they are just magnificent here. They truly are. Hawaii has more, uh, I don't know if Hawaii has more waterfalls than anywhere else in the world. When you add know. up all the islands. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, mm. but I've seen, I've seen a lot of waterfalls, and, and then just also, not in person, but just from videos or pictures or everything like that, and I'm like... Brazil has some amazing waterfalls. South America, amazing waterfalls. But other than that, Hawaii. Hawaii has the most amazing waterfalls I've ever seen. They're pretty beautiful. What's your favorite? Oh, Jesus. Do you have one? Oh, boy. Every island has their own well, amazing... How about Oahu? I, I would say Weeping Wall on Kauai. I've never... I've, I have oh, not... Oh, yeah, I've not... Yeah. The, uh, the, um, I mean, it's, but it's a real strenuous and long hike, and it's, 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 it's the blue hole, and it's... I it's like that. the whole it's remember this is your inside a volcano and the whole entire wall is a waterfall it's the wettest place on earth right there at the center of Kauai. it looks like it's crying that's why it's yeah that. i mean there's 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 waterfalls in brazil that are larger and more powerful and more absolutely beyond amazement but but for hawaii i would say this is the most amazing one because of the journey and because of the reward Mm. So, I mean... That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, for they're, sure. They're, how about on Oahu? That's what I was trying to think. It's a tough one. Um, I love the size of... Lulumahu? No. I love the size of... Um, what is it? Hamama. I was going to say, actually, Wahe'e. Hawaii. I love Wahe'e for its private... Privacy. For its privacy. And it's still beautiful. So, these two, these two waterfalls are in the valley of Wahe'e. Yeah. So I would say Hamama for its width. It's huge. And for privacy, Waihei. Yes. But there's many other beautiful waterfalls oh, so that, that other people would love more than that. So I think a very beautiful waterfall that looks like it's from a resort is, is the ice ponds. Oh, now, that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Too. So Nauhia has the Nauhia has the best pool below it. Right. If you want to go swimming. If you want or you want to dive or not not dive jump. <laughs> jump. I will never tell anybody to j- dive head first, but yeah. we we've seen some kids do some crazy shit there. Oh yeah. That I would never do in a million years. <laughs> so, but yeah, so you have you have width, you have privacy, and you have swimming pool below it. Yes. I think those are three good waterfalls. Agreed. Yeah. Local Hawaiian fresh fruit. You cannot beat it. No, you can't beat it anywhere. There's more fresh fruit here than anything. Oh my god, the Kahuku <sighs> stand, that farm stand. Land, yeah, the land the friends. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, but I mean, just in your backyard. You no, have, I you know, have, I know. Right now, you have four banana trees that mm-hmm. are that are going off. And avocados. And avocados that are going off. And, you know, everything. You can just grow whatever you want in your backyard. It's mangoes, gonna, papaya. Mangoes, papaya, star lily fruit, koi. <laughs> kiwi, 
Oh my God, this is so much, and I don't, and, and, and it's and it's fruit from all over the world that grows so well here in Hawaii. You know, it's just not local Hawaiian, but it's from all over Asia. Fruit that grows here, you can grow oranges, lemons, limes. You can grow so much here. Grapefruits, everything that you can imagine will grow here as well. So, yeah, the best local fruit in the world, I would say. For sure, I agree with that. The Hawaiian culture, I mean, you know, David on the last episode made a point to say that was what made him fall in love with Hawaii. And I loved that so much because... It's true, right? It's totally true. The culture is very important to the Hawaiian people. It's very important for the purpose of Hawaii to bring people here. Um, it's just something that, you know, it's 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 a very prideful culture. And, you know, I, I envy that they have that, that the Hawaiians have that. Yeah. Because it's something that I don't believe the United States has. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's the United so States beautiful. is the United States is so diverse and has so many little <laughs> so pockets. True. Although I'm Sicilian and I grew up, you know, in that culture. Yeah. Hawaii, you know, when you think about vacationing or living here, you know, you think about becoming part of the Hawaiian culture. You want yeah. to immerse yourself. You want to immerse you yourself can. and you want to see if you can actually be a part of it. And show appreciation. And yeah. that's why we always say over and over again, do your research and familiarize yourself with the culture because it's really important to the people here. Yeah, they want you to, you know, come here with respect and understanding. And that's important. And that's why David loved that. You know, that's why I love Hawaii too. I, I, I mm-hmm. got into hula. I got into learning yeah, the melee and everything from Hawaiians and, 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 and just learning the culture that way. And it was a very important part. I, I don't feel I could have came to Hawaii and been connected to it unless I learned about the culture. Can you hula? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. I have the ass to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, 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 I was, if, I was, if I was given one lesson, I, it would come back to me. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, that's, that's like if I was given a lesson on drums or whatever again like it's been so long since i played drums right but if, give me give me an hour and I'll that's be, really yeah, awesome I'll, I'll, I'll be back on it yeah i think i could do hula again it's one thing that i've i've wanted to learn a yeah. little bit um i just need a little bit more of a tan i feel oh <laughs> <laughs> listen I, i've seen i've seen white boys do hula uh, and when they go up next to hawaiians man it, it doesn't does, look good no, right? <laughs> it just doesn't look right you know it just doesn't look right so i need to get a little bit tan before i go put a skirt on i'm just sorry that's <laughs> funny yeah so i'm knees deep now and trying to learn some of the hawaiian language with my class right. and um i'm loving it but you know it's funny because i've heard hawaiian is like such an easy language to learn yeah because the grammar is pretty simple but for me I mean, I, I I took a lot of Spanish in high school and college, like years of it. And oh, it's comparing Hawaiian to that, it's way harder for me. And you know why? No. It's because all the words sound the same. It is so hard to learn the vocabulary here. Yeah. Everything looks and sounds the same to me. Well, see, that's strange because, right? So it's a 12-letter yeah. alphabet. And you would think it would be a lot easier to understand and pronounce. But, but it's also similar. And like so many words are spelled exactly the same, but maybe like one has an okina, one doesn't. So they're pronounced different and have different meanings. It's really confusing. You know what's so interesting is that it seems to be harder for others to learn that culture. I mean, to learn that language, but for Hawaiians, Hawaiians learned many languages. You're right. Very quickly. That's so true. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, A lot of people don't maybe not know that, but a lot of Hawaiians 
knew multiple languages. And that's fucking amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Props to them. Mm-hmm. All right. We have botanical gardens. Yes. I mean, they're amazing here. Everything's amazing here. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, we already <laughs> talked about the flora and fauna, so we don't really have to go into this too much. But no, but, I mean, the botanical gardens, the thing about them is there's so much land put aside for these gardens that are protected, and within them, you can find everything you want within that area. It's not like you have to go all around the island. Like, if you get into one botanical garden, like Ho'omaluhia. My favorite. Okay, or Lion's Arboretum. You'll Second f- favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find everything that you can find mostly in all of Hawaii in those two botanical gardens. Although there's many more. It's just that you can even find edible stuff in them. I mean, you can find fruits and, and, and whatever there, you know. Mm-hmm. I, found, I found oranges at Lion's Arboretum. That's so cool. Yeah, me, my mom, and dad were eating oranges off the trees. Oh, I mean, it was just like, what is it. this? <laughs> and right next to the oranges is friggin' coffee. Does that oh, make any sense? man. <laughs> Pink bananas. I mean, I don't know what's going on, you know? So it's just like, it, it's amazing, the Botanical Gardens here. And a lot of them you can camp in and stay for three or four days, uh, for three days. And, uh, oh. So I think it's Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, and then leave on Mondays. Heaven and, on Earth. Yeah, they're just so gorgeous. And and the thing, the great thing about the botanical gardens, for instance, like Coco uh, Crater's Botanical Garden. Mm. In that garden, they have everything from all over the world. So diverse. It's so diverse. It's drier there, but they have amazing, amazing things there too. So that's why I, that's why I love the gardens as well. Yeah. Okay, we have the local melting pot of Hawaii's foods. <laughs> that is true, yeah. This food's from everywhere. I mean, that's one of the, I mean, we've always said that, and that's why we did podcasts just in the food. Hawaii's foods are so diverse. You know, they're, they're really, what is it called? Asian fusion Hawaiian? Yep. I mean, it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's from everywhere. It's from all over the United States. It's from all over Asia. It's from all over South America. It's just from South Pacific, from the other islands, from Tahiti to Samoa to Tonga to uh, New Zealand. All foods from all over the world come to Hawaii and mix together and fuse. Sometimes you don't even know what the hell you're eating. You don't know where the (laughs) hell it's from. And there's so many foods that have changed over time. Right. And you're like... and, and, and. then you have amazing chefs from all over the world, from New York, from Boston, come to Hawaii, take classes, learn how all the chefs here are making their foods. It's pretty amazing. It it's truly amazing. is. It's amazing. Just don't expect really good Italian food or pizza. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I know? It's the only thing. So, so this is, I'm not saying anything about that, but this is, this is the serious thing. The, the Most of the Italian restaurants here are run, owned, and chefs Japanese. That's so funny. That's why yeah. it's not good. No, I don't believe that. It, that's not the reason why it's but not. you don't think it has to be like Italians? No, I don't. Well, they listen. They have their secret recipes that they don't share with anyone. Well, that is true. But I think that if you're a chef, a master chef, and you've been that all your life, and you go to one kind... Like, look at, okay, for instance... um. Ramsey, mm, okay? That's true. Ramsey goes all around the world. And, and he, he learns, learns anything. The, he learns anything. But he's 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 up, up there, right? And there's a lot of chefs like him that are way up there. Um, but I think if you're a good enough chef and you go, you're, let's say you're a Japanese chef and you go to Italy and study in Italy, I think you could come back with some good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, But for some reason, the Italian food here that is happened to run by Japanese... I wonder if they just. I wonder if it's because they're catering to the Japanese that don't really know real Italian food or don't know it as well. Or maybe this is what they like better. I don't know. I don't know. But all I know is the the, the food that I've had when it comes to Italian. We have we have a problem with some foods here. Mexican is horrible here. Yeah. And Italian is bad. 
But I will say, if you are willing to go to Wahiwa, they have... <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a little bit far away, but they have pretty decent Mexican compared to everywhere pretty else good. on the island I've tried. So I'm not have... saying it's like okay. real, legit me- Mexican, okay. but it's, it's the best Mexican I've found on the island. So it's good Taco Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know. I don't eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, let's move on. Anyway. Okay, let's go on. The rainforest. Okay. My home. Okay, and the rainforest would be consistent of any valley in Hawaii between the ridge lines and waterfalls. It's so beautiful. It's just like the most peaceful place you could possibly live. You don't have to live there. Go I visit wa- I, it. Well, you know, I... I but I love living if there. If we go to the big island this, and everybody comes along and we buy, purchase this land and have this amazing place, I wanted to do it in a rainforest. I know. And rainforests are gorgeous because they're the most alive. You you feel most alive. You feel the and mana. Peaceful. Yeah, you feel the strongest mana. Well, for me, I can't say everyone because if you're at the top of a mountain, maybe you have more mana up there for yourself. Mm. But I feel, all, I feel the mana that I need. At the center of the valley within the rainforest. Now, there's different places on the Big Island we could go, maybe higher in the mountains, but yeah, the rainforest is no place better than that. Everything is alive there. Yeah. It's you just, know how well the island is doing by the life that you hear within the valley. Yeah, it's so lush. It's so green. It's so, it's just so perfect. The beauty is surreal, unreal. It's just gorgeous. We're I blessed because the mainland, I don't know how many rainforests there are in the mainland. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if there's one. <laughs> I mean, the rainbows you see every day when that sun shines in the valleys, and the yep. mist and it's just, I don't know, the beautiful tropical birds flying over. It's just amazing. It really is. It's gorgeous. Okay. We're going to go ahead and take a break and we'll kind of move on and kind of finish this, this up. This is a long one. This is a long one. This is a long one. It's going to be at least two hours. <laughs> okay. We'll okay. be back. We'll be back. <laughs> Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth and 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, Consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back and we're getting into the mountains. The Koalaus, the Waianais, the mountain ranges of all the islands of Hawaii. Majestic. On both sides, too. Majestic. Majestic. And just like we talked before the mana of the mountains Mm. you know the trade winds coming over the mountains blocking the rain on one side and all the waterfalls showing up yeah my favorite thing is like when the mist just settles in the top of the mountains i love i I just it's stunning it's It's so beautiful and i don't think people realize how important the mountain ranges are to hawaii without the mountain ranges the clouds would just pass by and we'd be a desert. Right. We'd be a group of desert islands. And the um, Koalau Distillery. The Koalau Distillery? What about it? I just remember when we were listening to the history of it and they were talking about the water. The um, purity. 
the purity of the water from the mountains. Yeah. Um, and how, I don't remember the, anymore, but it came into play with making their, what did they make? Whiskey? Whiskey. Whiskey, yeah. Yeah, the only, uh, they make the only whiskey in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. And um, the mountains give the islands life. They hold all the water. And up a certain elevation, it's all indigenous species. And it's a sponge system up there on the mountain ranges. And the trees up there have fur on it. And even if it's not raining and the clouds go through the mountains, they're dropping their water droplets onto the fur of those indigenous trees. Then they go down into the, the bed, the sponge bed. It's about three feet deep. So if you hike up into the actual Hawaiian rainforest to the top of the mountain ranges, you have not, you have not seen this yet. Mm-mm. You will be walking into three feet of mud. Oh, wow. Up there. You'll be, and sometimes in some areas, you'll be waist deep. Wow. Because that is the sponge system of our mountains here in Hawaii. And over time, the water can only, the water table can only get so high. So when it reaches that, it slowly lets the water go like a sponge down to our drinking water. It's amazing how these mountains... You absorb that really well. Huh? (laughs) You absorb that information really well. (laughs) I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I learned this from Hawaiians and from talking to David so much. Oh, okay. And just, just. I thought you got that from the distillery tour. No. Oh, okay. No, like, this, wow. this is my own knowledge from a long time ago. But they did talk about that. Yeah, they did talk about that. But it's amazing that without the local indigenous rainforests that are at the top of these mountains and without the indigenous birds that are up there this is why we want to keep invasives out because the invasives are slowly working up their way up the mountain ranges and if we were to lose the indigenous species of fir uh ferns and trees up there hawaii would not retain its water and then we would have major problems so our mountain ranges are one of the most important things we have when you go up to really high elevations, Hawaii looks completely, completely, it looks prehistoric up there. Mm. Like you will feel like you're in the fern gully. You will feel like you're in a animated cartoon. It's oh. gorgeous. It's like you're in a dream. Yeah. Yeah, we have to do that hike up to that cabin up I there really because want I want to. you to feel that dreamlike yeah. scape up there. It, there's, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So I want to so bad. The mountains are very important in Hawaii, and we are so grateful and blessed for that. We're also so grateful and blessed for our volcanoes. Oh. And Pele. Pele. She created the islands. She continues to grow the islands. And as, you know, the big island is the only one that has the active volcanoes. You know, one of the main reasons why, you know, I love the big island is because it's raw. It's alive. It's growing. And Pele is there working her magic as we speak. And you feel it. Uh, you feel it. The volcanoes are gorgeous. They're amazing. You know, and Mauna Kea and Kilauea, you know, from, from Maui to the Big Island. Being up there, have you been up to... Have you been... Just Haleakala. Just Haleakala. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Haleakala and Maui is just, it's gorgeous, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like a different, atm- it's like a different world up there. feel like, like you're like, on the moon. It feels like you're on the moon, and it's a lot colder up there, and <laughs> they're just gorgeous, and... and you know, you have to, you know, why Mauna Kea and why all this stuff about the Hawaiians, you know, doing the protesting and everything? It's because that's their sacred mountain. That is their temple. That is like their church. You know, it's a heiau to them. It's not that they created a heiau. It's that they, that is the heiau. Yeah. You know, so that's why you have to understand that. And 
I mean, you might not have grown up here in this culture, but if you were to go experience it, you would understand. You would immediately. Yeah, absolutely. And they, it's one of the most profound cultures of the world. And, you know, whatever culture you are, Filipino, Japanese, Chinese, Portuguese, it doesn't matter, Sicilian, German, whatever, you know, you don't want your culture desecrated. And you don't want anything to happen to, you know, where you live and where your ancestors are from. So the Hawaiians don't want the same thing. Right. You know, the rain. I love the rain here. <laughs> the, Who would have thought I would ever say that? <laughs> I live, I've lived in a lot of places. I haven't lived everywhere. But really, when you break it all down, where's the rain the best? The rain's the best in Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. It, the smell. The smell is, it's just so clean and fresh and I, I love it. And also I love that it creates so many rainbows and I love oh. how it makes everything so lush. And I love how warm the rain is. You can go play in it. It's like when the rain's starting to come, you can smell it five to ten minutes before it gets here. And it yeah. smells like fresh laundry. <laughs> is that what it smells like? <laughs> I don't know, but it's pretty no, good. No, you don't. Listen, when anybody smells fresh laundry, who doesn't fucking love that? No, I know. Okay, so to me, it's like that. Oh, here it comes. It does smell really You know, good. so that's why I love the rain so much here. And it's usually just a little shower, 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes you'll get ones that are longer, like at your place, depending on where you live. It right. could be all night. And I love falling asleep love to the it. sound of it, too. Yeah. It puts and, and me right to sleep. Yeah, it's amazing, the sounds, you know, depending on what house or what roof you have and, and everything. It can be heavy. It can be light. It can be all night. It can be just for 15, 20 minutes, in and gone. And, and during those 15, 20 minutes, it's a burst of fresh, cool air, and you're just able to pass out in those 20, 30 minutes, you know. Or it can totally rejuvenate you, too, during the daytime, you know, when yes. you're, like, it's hot and sweaty. When you're on a hike. Yeah, or whatever. Hike, yeah, and then all of a sudden, yep. Yeah. Okay, the surf. Oh, yeah. The surf. I used to surf. I I wish you still did. <laughs> I'm dying to learn how to surf. I, I used to surf. It was fun until I died. Oh, I know. I You shared that story <laughs> with everybody. So, my, my life kind of changed after that. Aww. Now, I just kind of, you know, sup, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome, board, too. Board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But surfing, you know, f not for me personally, maybe not for you personally, but for the majority of people who move to Hawaii or come to Hawaii because they want to surf. No, oh, I do. That's like one of the number one things that they've ever wanted to do and they want to continue to do, and that's their dream to do. Yeah, I mean, I desperately want to learn to surf. I just won't pay hundreds of dollars for no, it. So no. someday, I hopefully I'll meet somebody who can teach me yeah. how to surf. It's like this, the, 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 the different types of things that put you in the moment. Hiking, mm -hmm. swimming. Scuba diving, diving, spearfishing, surfing, yeah, canoeing, you know, yeah. It, it's, paddling, yeah, paddling, mm -hmm. mochi. Mm, now mochi, mochi. Is a mochi is a Japanese thing, but I never had it until I moved here, and I never had it until I until here too. And they have gourmet mochi, they have regular mochi, they have ice cream, uh, mochi. Ice cream mochi, they have so many different types of mochi, and it's all based around you know rice and. Um, the stuff they put in them is amazing too, right? It could be anything. I mean, yeah. when I had gourmet, I had, uh, what you call it? Um, we got some at Don Quixote's. What was that? Oh, peanut butter chocolate mochi. Yeah, peanut, yeah see, that's so good. Ugh, peanut butter chocolate. They so have green good. tea mochi. They have all these t different types. And Oh, God. Mochi is like one of the most favorite things. And it's not like the worst thing for you. It's not like having a, right. um, a malasada. My favorite is the ice cream mochi, though. Me too. I love it. Yeah. Hawaiian music. Mm. 
We're the only place on the earth. It just place on earth. makes me smile. <laughs> There's nothing sad or depressing about Hawaiian music. You have country music. You have heavy metal. You have this. You have that. You have boo, boo, boo. This is, it's just happy. all. Yeah, it's all happy. <laughs> it's all wonderful. It's, 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 it just brightens your day. You just put it on. You could go to sleep to it. You can get happy to it. Island vibes. You can dance to it. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's. There's never, for me, there's no better music in the world than Hawaiian music. I totally agree. Yeah. No irritating bugs, like 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 mosquitoes and gnats and, and those flies that bite you. And uh, this. So that's true. Yeah, there's other bugs. I live in the jungle, yes. and I thought when I moved here that I would be like, I thought the mosquitoes would tear me apart, but they don't. There's no, like barely there's any mosquitoes and you're here in the compared jungle. to yeah, compared yeah. to back home. There's so, no mosquitoes here where I live. There's no mosquitoes in most places unless you're deep in the jungle or in the valley or in the rainforest, and there's some pools of water that aren't moving. The stagnant water. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll have some mosquitoes, but there's almost none. Flies only when you're eating certain things, certain meals out in you know, out and about. You right. might get some flies, but there's almost no flies here as well. There's no gnats. There's none of those, oh, what are they called? Those flies that bite. Horse flies. Oh, oh my God. I, I, I like, I am so grateful. <laughs> so grateful I can go to the beach and not have to deal with a horse fly or a gnat. It's just like, in those, the, you know, you wait all year for summer back on the mainland, and then you have to put a goddamn net around your uh, wherever you're hanging out in the right. backyard because you have to deal with the flies you have to deal with the mosquitoes you have to deal with the gnats you have to deal with the horse flies i hate horse flies they take chunks of you out <laughs> and i'm like sitting here going do you know something i am so grateful we don't have to deal with any of that and it's nice we have roaches we have bugs yeah we have centipedes yep you know we have some other little thing we have some we have we do have some the scorpions spiders. we have some spiders obviously one that bit me yeah. that was poisonous but overall, you, it's like winning the lottery if you get stung by one of those. So, <laughs> so it's just you don't have to deal with any of the irritating bugs that nobody can stand back home. It's true. Okay. All the different cultures and races. Yeah. I mean, it's so diverse here. It's, it, it just goes back to like the melting pot of food and all these other things that we were talking about. And this is why everybody could learn from this state. You know, like everybody... If you could live here for a year, you know what? I, I wish more people could, you know, for college. I think we've talked about this before, for college. You know, instead of just staying at one college for four years, travel the world for four years. I know. See all the diverse cultures of the world. That's what you should do for college. And that, that's what college Real life do. learning. Real life I learning. I totally agree. Learn well, the cultures, yeah. Yeah, learning culture and diversity is more important than learning the same bullshit for four years about whatever you're going to become. Because most likely there's not going to be a job in that field anyways at the end of it. <laughs> So, yeah, travel the world, learn different cultures, and you could do all that here in Hawaii. If you were to go to school here in Hawaii, at the University of Hawaii or Manoa or wherever, you're going to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Be not only because of your classes, but because of the diversity of the cultures that are here and the people and the races that are here. I mean, we have, like, this just, I don't know what to say about that. It's just like, when I go outside, everybody looks the same to me. Yeah, I, I know. don't sit here and go, oh, I don't want to get near that guy. Or, oh, you know, look at that. People are like that on the mainland. I don't know where racism came into be such a big a problem on the mainland. Well, I don't want to get into that, but yeah, don't we don't that. <laughs> have that here. It's not like that here. It's little teeny pockets here and there, but it's nothing compared to like the mainland. There's like almost nothing here. The, the people who are, who are attacked the most are people like me and you, yeah. white people, which is very strange compared to the mainland. 
It's actually... I think it's refreshing. It's a good experience if you've never experienced it before right. because it really opens up your eyes and a lot we're of ways, a minority. Like, we're the first we're, the, we're a minority being here. a minority is important like i i'm really grateful honestly to have experienced it because yeah, it, like i said it opens my eyes to things that i just i didn't realize yeah. when i was the majority yeah and there's everybody here yeah. there's just everybody i don't know who isn't here it's awesome i love it agreed Hawaii's health. Healthiest state? state in the whole nation, right? Yeah, we live on an average eight years longer than the mainland. That is amazing. That's huge. It is enormous. I, what is that exactly related to? It's probably related to eating healthy. Well, I Exercising. Think, yeah, just being outdoors the so sun, much. And the, yeah, the fresh air, the fresh water, clean water. Like, we have some of the best water in the country, too, right? We do. I would. Yeah. You know what's funny? This is this is funny that this is the la this is the last one, by the way. And Hawaii's health is kind of related to all the other things we're grateful for. That's so true, right? Yeah. Uh, our health is Good real, point. and it's funny that I, I I didn't even did this on purpose or anything. But health is really the most important thing in all our lives. We don't have that. None of those other things mean mean anything. That's so true. So I mean, everything that we're grateful for in Hawaii relates back to our health and how healthy we are and how much longer we live than normal people and believe it or not although people have stress here i don't know what it is we just still continue to live longer because yeah we do have a lot of stress here but we also have the beautiful outlets for our stress here right so i think for all the things that are so beautiful and that we're so grateful for it knocks our it totally stress does. it kind of evens it out yeah. it evens it out all right do you hear that gecko? Again. I think it's telling us to... End. <laughs> <laughs> yes, to end the podcast. Okay, so we want to send out thank yous to the patrons for continuing to support the show. Without you, the podcast wouldn't be possible. Mahalo. Mahalo. Also, thank you to everyone who continues to write amazing reviews for us. We truly appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can't be a patron at this time, but are a fan of the podcast and listen religiously to all our free shows, please at least support the show by writing a great review on our iTunes podcast page, right? That's the least you can do, right? It would mean a lot, for sure. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And um, also, the last thing, to all our patrons, we have made a decision after looking at all your comments and Facebook comments uh, and feedback, we're going to be producing the black and blue Aloha Life shirt and hats. Both hats will be produced, the foldable baseball caps and the Hawaiian flower snapback hats in blue. And the black and pink Aloha shirts and hats. Both hats will be produced as well, the foldable baseball cap and the Hawaiian pink flower snapback hats. Yeah, they were very popular. Very all of those. popular. We, we'll probably produce the tan ones and the other logo at another time. I love those too. I do like them too, but these are the ones that everyone yeah. mostly went with. Okay, guys, so that's going to end this podcast. We're going to end the show with 10 Feet Show You the Way. Awesome. All right, you ready? Ready. Shoot. Aloha. Aloha.
speak of Allah, it's all the above, the, all the good, yeah? So that offers a right way range, Allah. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Allah. Be Pono, be righteous.
stayed for the end of the podcast Uh, i wanted to do a quick tribute to one of my famous artists that i grew up on and i love eddie van halen you know we usually try to keep it hawaii but i wanted to put this in the end because he was a big influence on me when i was a kid Uh, in high school you know i played in several bands i played you know keyboard and then i moved over to bass and when i got to bass i was thinking well let me move over to guitar and I listened to Eddie all the time. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to play guitar like this guy. So I said, what else can I do? <laughs> so I moved over to drums. And I stuck with drums. And that's where I stayed. Because I knew I could never play guitar like Eddie. And it just was never going to happen. And I always wanted to do the best in what I could. And I believe I became a great drummer. And uh, I just could never play guitar anything close even a song even even a van halen song i couldn't even play the way eddie could so i gave it up i went to drums and i became a great drummer in sam hain and then eventually after high school we moved i moved to florida for college and we opened up for bands like warlock winger and bands like that and uh we were a we were a good band but i played the drums and i always look back at eddie and say, you know, he he is, was, and always will be one of the best guitarists in the world. He invented so many things with his guitar that moved on to other artists. And so many artists looked up to him. Like really famous guitarists that in their own are amazing themselves. But I just wanted to do a little tribute. And the other thing I wanted to mention, which is not a good thing of it, but if anybody watched Eddie, and I saw Van Halen live, Uh, back in the 80s he would always have a cigarette in his hand and he would always put the cigarette at the top of his guitar and you know do some riffs and everything and play and go crazy pull the cigarette out take a couple of puffs put it back in the top of his top of his guitar and I, I look back at that now and I see that and it was so cool and yeah that was the cool thing and but that's what he died of he died of throat cancer and more than likely that's what killed him unfortunately and you know that that was a sad thing because the guy could have had another 15 20 years in him and just to do more work out there and to show more of his amazing 
artistic abilities to people who were learning guitar because he would do a lot of seminars. And um, it's a shame, it's unfortunate, but I really looked up to him as an artist. And something that we all have to admit to ourselves is, you know, the most influential thing in my life has always been music. Music. Name me somebody, anybody on this entire earth that does not like music, one form or the other. You know, it's an artistic part that not everybody has, but everybody loves. And he was one of the best at what he does. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to listen to a short solo. But I wanted to put this at the end because there's no way I'm forgetting Eddie. All right. Hello, everybody. We'll see you next week.